This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with With Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Fast, fast. Using digital and automation and one-to-many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. So let's start the session then. So welcome to this week's Inner Circle Call. Today we're focusing on automated campaign building. Now as I said, what we've been doing the last um, few months is testing different tools in the background. Um, tools that aren't really used with recruitment, which is awesome for you, so you can go ahead and use them. Been testing different different ways of a handful of clients. And um, as we start to use these different strategies, we're going to be sharing, sharing them with you. So today we're going to focus on actual building of campaigns, but really focusing on a on, on digging deep and, and how to get the automation in place. So today what I want to do is take you through how to set up the tool, just very briefly, um, how to set up the automated email campaigns for candidates, how to set up the process so you can create automated campaigns for candidates. The same for clients. And just note today is not we're not detailing about the actual content of the messages. So for example, if we're sending out an automated sequence to candidates, we're not talking about the content of email one, email two, email three, etc. That's not what we're doing. We're talking about the actual technical implementation of it today. Just so we're clear on that. So at the moment, you've got certain um, templates and messages and sure you send out the candidates. And it could be a case of you just copy and paste those into the sequence. Um, it might be that we need to do some work on what you've got. And we probably will need to, just, just from what we've seen so far. So that's the objective of today. So why are we doing this? Well, the problem we got is this. When we... We approach candidates, so we have a role. We, we send out a broadcast email to candidates, or we send out emails to clients, and it's um, it's a one-hit wonder. We send out a message, and it goes to the candidates, goes to the clients, goes once. We may do some follow-up, but generally it goes out once, so we're following up on the phone. It's not scalable. It's not traceable. It's very rarely measurable to any, any great degree. So the first problem we got is we're contacting candidates and clients once, and that isn't the way we want to be working. Next, when we do follow-up, it's manual. So when we do follow up, it's manual. We hear it time and time again, follow up is key. But when we do do it, it tends to be manual. We send out a manual email to, to candidates, to clients, or we send up um, a manual document or um, doing something, whether he's even picking up the phone, but there's no, there's no systemization to it. So we, we're doing it, but what we're doing is manual. Next, when we do follow up, it's not personal. Now, I've said to all of you so far, and you should all have done this by now, you should all be signed up to your competitors. You should have gone to your competitors' websites. You should, you should now be signed up to them and see how they communicate with their clients, with the candidates. And I'm, so, I'm signed up to, well, it's hundreds now. Um, it's not something that's been a lot that much time on nowadays, but we used to just to see what everyone was doing. And uh, nothing much really changes. But very rarely is any form of follow-up personal. Or you get the dreaded email set starting off... Um, Hey Andy, I hope you're well, etc, etc. And you've got absolutely no concept of what they're actually creating in terms of the emails that are going out to candidates and, and so forth. But when the follow-up happens, it's not personal. And it's clearly a broadcast email that's been sent to hundreds, thousands, etc. The fourth problem we've got is this. Follow-up is messy. And it's really hard to organize. So if we've got potentially 5,000 candidates in our database, or we've tried to approach X amount of clients, 
the follow-up process is something we manually do and it becomes messy it becomes ad hoc and it's really difficult to organize which makes it difficult to scale so we want to remove ourselves from the process and let let systems and let tools do these things but the, the third challenge we've got is messy it's hard to organize next when we do approach candidates we do approach clients what happens we send out our emails or we make our um, X amount of phone calls we've been told to make that day but we're not certain who's hot and who's not. Who's actually interested in us and who's not? They may well have opted in, but what about if they've actually given us some more micro-commitments? Typically, we don't know whether a candidate is really that interested in the role or whether he's um, forwarded it onto his wife, etc., etc., etc. We don't know who's, who's hot and who's not. So then what happens? We take a scattergun approach. We haven't got that direction to actually take an action. So who should we actually pick up the phone with? Who should we actually follow up with? Obviously, you want to be following up the eight, nines, and tens. You don't want to be treating every every single candidate or every client the same. So the promise, then. This is the promise. What we want to do is this. Number one, we want to move from being manual to automated. So we want to move from actually doing this our, ourselves, being dependent on us, being extremely organized, and having um, numerous Excel lists or whatever way you manage your um, your current processes or keeping on top of your ATS whether it integrates with communication system you're using we want to move away from any sort of manual approach to have an automated so if someone comes to you you want to automate a follow-up process secondly we want to move from annual to automate outbound campaigns so um, I'm not sure Phil and John are on the line he went through an MPC approach and did really well the first time he ran it what we want to be doing is actually making that process completely automated. So we've got a campaign that we can upload, change a few of the keywords, and we know every time we're going to be looking for those types of, um, or going out to the marketplace and we're um, presenting our candidates to, to clients, we've got a campaign that's in place, we can simply copy and paste the campaign, and the whole process is automated. Change a few of the keywords. Exactly the same if we're looking to go out and actually approach candidates. If we've got roles that suit a certain subset of candidates in our database, we've got a campaign that's automated. So rather than just approach them once with a broadcast email saying, I hope you're well, if you're interested in, etc., 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 we've actually got a campaign that, that engages, it tells what action the candidate's taking, it tells if the candidate has come to our website, if they've come to our website and looked at a job page. So for example, we send out a, um, an email. If they open the email, we do a certain set of actions. If they click on the link, we do a certain set of actions. If they come to a web page, so they come to the actual job on our, on our website, we send them a certain email. We want to automate this process. And that's now what we've got to hand, these sort of tools. So we want to move from manual to automated, both in terms of the inbound, but also going out when we actually need to get the candidates on board or we need to approach the clients. Next, as I just mentioned, getting ahead of myself slightly there. We want to follow up automatically with those who are interested. So if those come to a, a page on our website, and the website is for role ABC, we want to be able to communicate with them and say, hey Steve, you just come to our website, you've looked at job ABC, let me know what, what interests you about it. Or let me know why you've, why you've not come, um, come back to me. What can I do to actually make this job more attractive for you? So if they come to a page on our website with a certain role, we automatically follow up. The system does it for you. It automates the process. So we want to start to use these. And the key here, as you can see, is moving from manual to automation. I'm just going to just quickly double check that everyone can hear me okay. John, no worries. Um, MPC is most presentable candidate. 
Okay, so five hot principles. Five hot principles. Number one, want to think smarter, not harder. Now, this might sound simplistic, but it really is a case of thinking smarter, not harder. Now, there are, are tools to hand whereby we can start to make these things happen, which we can now start to um, show over the next few weeks, next few months, as we've been testing more and more and more. But we want to start thinking smarter, not harder. So really start to think about, right, if I get this set up once and I do it properly, I can just duplicate it and run it again and again. So let the systems do the hard work. And let's start to think about this in the bigger picture. Number two, the next principle is we've got to build our database. If you've got a database of clients or you've got a database of candidates now, awesome. It might be that you, you need to grow it. So a question I've asked pretty much all of you at some point has been, right guys, in your marketplace, what's the, tool, the, the, full, um, the full niche or niche look like? So by that, how many potential clients are there? How many potential decision makers in each client? So if there's 50 clients and there's 50 decision makers, we've got our number. If there's a total of 5,000 potential candidates in that marketplace, we know what our marketplace looks like. We know we've got 5,000, that's our database. So we want to know what the end game looks like. We want to have some indication of, right, if we're going to a niche, yes, I don't need to have 100 clients, but wouldn't it be good if I knew that there were um, 1,000 clients and each client's got 10 decision makers? So we've got 10,000 potential points of contact that we really want to have on our database. Not purely for them to become our clients, but also what happens is we've got the water cooler effect. They start talking about you and what you're doing with your marketing, with your maven strategies and all these bits and pieces. So you want to get the end game clear. You don't need to have more clients, but we want to know what our end game is. So you want to build our database. We need to have the, the clients and the candidates in our database to make these tools work. Number three, you need to clean your database. So lots of you have got data, Andy, I've got this database, we've got 100,000 records, we've got 1,000 records, etc., whatever it might be, but we need it to be clean. We need to make sure that from an engagement perspective, we've got the correct names, we've got the correct email addresses, we aren't going to get bounces, it ain't going to impact our, um, our servers, etc., etc. So we need to clean our data, we need to clean our database to make sure when we start to use these, we've got a good, solid grounding. Now, most agencies um, I speak with, have not got clean data. Whether we speak with the, the bigger companies, or we speak to the one-man companies, pretty much consistent. We're dealing with um, something that needs to be cleaned. Pretty standard, but you need to clean your database. Number four, we want to personalize our data. We want to personalize our data. Now, from the most simplistic way of looking at this is in terms of engagement with candidates and clients, at the very base level, we need to have their name. We need to have their name. Now, you can, uh, t there are tools out there where you can do this, or you can hire someone in um, offupwork.com, and they'll go through and do it for you manually. They'll update the data, but we need to know what the individual's name is. We need the correct first name. So you need to personalize the data. And number five, I want you to think about this. This is really important. Um, in the next few weeks, we're going to be, uh, I'm creating at the moment a, a mind map that brings together everything in the inner circle. And as we move through different strategies, I'll be appending it. So at any point, Andy, I'm, I'm working on this, or I've done this, um, what should I have covered off, or where should I be moving towards next? So at the moment, I'm creating a mind map that brings together all the different um, strategies or trainings and making it into something that's really visual. I'm a very visual person, but also makes it really clear 
what the next sort of step should be. And so for me, it's been really um, um, a, a case of we've got a big toolkit here in the inner circle. We've got hundreds of different things we can do. But rather than think about toolkit, I want to think about tool belt. So what I mean by that is this. Rather than try to apply everything, I want to think, right, if I've got one specific job to fix, I'm going to take a subset of those tools and put them in my tool belt. I don't need the entire kit. So as we go through these tools now, today, and in the next few months, and so forth, I want to always think about, right, I want more and more automation. I want to be doing certain um, streamlining my business. But think about tool belt as opposed to toolkit. Rather than trying to take everything on board, what's the very next thing we need to implement? And the same today as we go through setting up a campaign and campaigns to automate engagement with candidates, with clients, and so forth. When we think about tool belt as opposed to toolkit. Now, I'm just quickly going to check the, um, the question box. Any questions so far? Let me know. Type in the box. Okay. Okay, if you said the sound went, I'm not quite sure what happened there. At what point did the sound go? Let me know. Which slide did it go on? Did it go on um, toolkit? Did it go on before that? Let me know where, where the sound went, and I'll go over that for you guys now who, who missed it. So just let me know. Okay, so very briefly, um, what I was referring to is this. I want you to think about toolkit versus tool belt. So what at the moment I'm creating is a, uh, a mind map. So mind maps, if you don't use them, they are outstanding tools, a great way of um, project planning and, and really developing your, your strategies. But at the moment I'm cre creating a mind map, which takes all the, all the strategies and all the different steps we need to be implementing from a, a different training level, implementation level, and the inner circle. And so you can see where you are on the mind map. Right, Andy, I've implemented these strategies. What should I be doing next? Or I've implemented this, where should I go next? So that's the toolkit. In the inner circle, we've got all these different strategies. We've got tools and different strategies we can be implementing. That's a toolkit. But what I want you to start to think about is a tool belt. Rather than think, right, I need to take the entire toolkit and implement this now, we think about, right, for this next set of steps, which parts do I need to be implemented? And that's the tool belt. So rather than take the entire toolkit and think about implementing everything, what bits do you need to take away to implement just right now? So creating a mind map that's going to really give you an overview of everything we're doing in the inner circle. And as we move through each, you know, different strategies and different, as we move forward, I'll be appending it and moving through it. And at any one point, you can look at the mind map and go, right, I've done these bits, haven't done that bit, or I've done that bit to an, a higher degree. Is that bit converting, etc.? So as we go through these tools and today, rather than start to think, right, I need to be doing, for clients, for candidates, and going a million miles an hour, think about what bits are you going to just apply straight away. Okay, good. A few of you said about um, cleansing of data. The slide before that was, you need to ensure your data is cleansed. You need to make sure it's cleansed. You've got the first name of your contacts. So when we contact them, we've got the personal engagement. And that can be done either through, there are tools out there, or you can go somewhere simple like um, upwork.com, and someone will do that through your database for you for, um, for next to nothing. Does that make sense, everyone? Toolkit versus toolbox. Just let me know if that makes sense. Any questions on what we said so far? Anyone else want me to cover anything where we um, may have dropped out? Good stuff. Okay. Well, let's move into the solution. Before we get into actually, because it's be hands-on session, and we very much just working inside, um, and actually going through this step by step. Very much, the solution 
is a real clear set of steps that need to be implemented. Number one, as I mentioned, I want to know your market size. And have some idea about your market size. So um, you don't need every single client, but if you can influence every client in the marketplace, or as many as possible, awesome. If you know the number of candidates in your marketplace, I have some idea, awesome. But we need to get some grip on what is our market size, and let's grow our client and candidate database if required. So some of you are using, um, for example, the Content Cannon. You set up a squeeze page, and you've brought in a thousand new um, new prospects in the first few weeks of running that. Others, so you might go through a process of surveying them, find out whether a clients are candidates, etc. But we need to know our market size and grow our database. Growing our database is simple. All we need is traffic and conversion. Next. We need to upload our clients and our candidates into separate lists. So into our email tool, for example, we need to have a list for clients and need to have a list for candidates. We might break it down further so we've got a list for clients um, of a certain type of client and we've got obviously certain types of candidates. Now you can go completely um, anal on this and, and, go th and break it down into candidates with red hair who like chocolate. I'm being facetious but you see where we're coming from. There's a balance here. Now, the degree you break down your candidates and clients into, it'd be completely dependent on you. Some of you have consistent candidates across the board. Some of you will have um, some of you will have uh, different different sets of candidates, different sets of clients. If you've got any confusion on that, send me an email. I'm more than happy to come back to you. But break it down to clients and to candidates into separate lists. At the very least, you need to have them broken off. Next step, we need to spec the campaigns. So we need to spec the campaigns. So what's the actual campaign going to be looking like? What are we actually looking to do with the campaign? We're looking to engage with candidates, looking to engage with clients. We're looking, looking for them to take a certain action. Do we all know, for example, if they've opened an email? Do we all know if they come to a page on our website? What's the actual campaign we're looking to develop? Number four, we need to create the messages. Really simply, the actual email we're going to send to the candidate, the email we'll send to the client. Simple as that. Number five, we need to set up the automations. Set the automations and click go. Hey there, so hopefully you really enjoyed that session. You really understood a bit more about how you can really implement these strategies in your agency nowadays and how things have really changed. We moved away from uh, a one-to-one -one fashion now into more automation, one-to-many, inbound, and of course you being the expert. Now if you want to dig in deep and really see how you can apply this in your business, um, let's jump on a 10-minute call. Really quick 10-minute discovery call. And then what we're going to do is we're going to uncover where you are now, look at what can be applied in your business, have a conversation about your niche, see what opportunities exist in your niche, understand who your ideal client is, who your ideal candidate is, and what you're really working towards in terms of metrics. Now, if that's a good fit, what we'll do is jump on, a, on an agency ignition planning session. And what we'll do is we're digging really deep on the results you're looking to achieve in your agency. Just get a real clear, concise picture of the metrics you're looking to achieve in, in 12 months. So really dig deep on who the ideal candidate is, who the ideal client is, where do they reside, how do we bring them to you, what inbound strategies should we use. What we'll also do is dig in deep in today, understand really where, where you are now and really pull back the covers on your agency as, as things are now, as things stand right at this minute. And the third thing we're going to do is remove the roadblocks from where you are now to where you want to be. So when we get a real good grip on, on the metrics we're working towards, so if it works out we, need, we want to be doing a, a million dollar business, your average placement fee is $20,000, that's 50 placements. So we need a strategy that combines volume also with positioning. It could be that you're looking for a million dollar business but your average placement fee is $50,000. 
So we're talking about a much smaller number. So it's a slightly different strategy potentially. But we're always using inbound, always using expert status and always using automation. So what we do is you jump on that 10 minute call, click on the link below. Really quick, get in there, click on the link below. There's a set of questions for you to fill out. The more information you can give me in those questions, the more I can actually get prepped for the call. Then we'll jump on that call and knock it out of the park straight away. And then if I think, yep, yeah, we can really show you and, and give, you, give you the right tools, we'll jump on a 45 minute planning session. On that call, it's completely free, it's no sales. We don't do sales. The only way we'd ever work together is if you asked to join one of our programs. But I really want to get in deep and understand where you are. So with that said, click on the, either the link below or go to rmi.acuityscheduling.com, rmi.acuityscheduling.com, select your time, and let's get that 10-minute call set up. And let's really make this next, uh, this next 12 months, 90 days, 30 days count. Speak soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one too many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out RecruitmentMarketingInternational.com.